listening to the Not So Black and White Real Estate Podcast with your hosts, Sir Colin Campbell and Gary A. McGowan. Good afternoon, good afternoon. It's your host, Sir Colin Campbell with Gary A. McGowan. And you're tuned into the Not So Black and White Real Estate Podcast, the best podcast in town. Today we have two guests um, who are dialing in, uh, two amazing young women who are killing it in real estate and you know what we do we look at some of the best in the industry and we just have conversation with them so two of our guests uh stevie susie and Haley mccarter welcome 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 okay so ladies say hello hi thanks for having us this is amazing so colin between you and i uh, the ladies can you know they don't need to hear this this is how we level up the podcast Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How do we get more viewers here? Oh, let's bring in Stevie and Haley. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, funny, funny. Ladies, uh, yes. we reached out and, and we're a little behind schedule today, but it's all good technical difficulties, but who cares? Because that's just life, right? And and yes. one of the cool things that Colin and I have noticed over the last, you know, a few years with you, Stevie and Haley, really just over the last, you know, even the last half a year in a sense, uh, just some amazing, amazing things and almost like a, a breath of fresh air that you're pumping into the real estate industry and, and into those people around you. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So I I can give you who I think you are and a nice bio, but we really want to hear from you. So uh, Stevie, give us that 60 second bio of who Stevie Susie is, and then we'll move over to you, Haley, right after that. Okay. Um, who is Stevie Susie? That's a good one. So I, to keep it uh, on the real estate front, so I've been in real estate for about six years now altogether. I was uh, a licensed administrative assistant to another top producing agent from Keller Williams before I got my license and then started on my own. Um, I did that for about six months and then joined a real estate team that I am still with today. And uh, I'm very, very heavy on social media. I have a big TikTok following specifically, and uh, that's pretty much what I focus on. So, yeah, it's a little bit about me. Awesome. And, and awesome. Haley. Yeah, Haley, a little 60 second bio of Haley MacArthur. <laughs> Yeah, thank you, Gary. Hi, my name is Haley MacArthur. I am in my first six months in real estate. I'm selling up here on Georgian Bay where I have a 30 foot sailboat. I like to spend all the time that I am not doing deals on the water out here. And I'm learning so much from being with Keller Williams Realty Centers. I could not imagine launching my career anywhere else and being where I am today with anybody else. Awesome. I love it. And, and yeah, yeah, we're going to learn more about that sailboat. I've already, I've already sent you messages about that too. (laughs) That's awesome. I'm I'm waiting for my invite. Hello. Uh, You snooze, you lose. (laughs) Everyone's welcome. There you go. There you go. As soon as the lockdown is over, we're having a sailboat party. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. So talk to us a little bit, Haley, you have a really cool backstory and uh, we're just kind of laughing about not laughing about it but kind of you know giving uh having having a, a good memory about it just before the podcast here talk to us about how you got into real estate because you know there's a lot of people that are listening whether you've been in the business for six days six weeks or 60 years we always remember how we got in and how it 
really, I think, you know, for all of us on the call here, how that maybe a one decision or one conversation has changed our, the future of our lives forever and ever. Right. So talk to us about your backstory, Haley. It, it really has Gary. It was one conversation that shaped the course of my career. So uh, my team leader, Terry Hastings, who is a top producer within Keller Williams Realty Centers, was having an anniversary dinner with her husband at the Walker House house which is a restaurant in southampton it's been there over 100 years it's the place you go for your anniversary dinners um she asked me if i ever thought about getting into real estate and i told her you know what i have thought about it a time or two she handed me her card and uh snaps me right up i joined her team and haven't looked back since I, I went from it. slinging 99 cent chicken wings on Tuesdays to selling million dollar waterfront properties. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a book is coming. Trust me, I can see a book title there somewhere. Uh, so now, that is just an amazing story here. And it's funny how one conversation can change our lives or even change the trajectory of our future. All right. So why do you think she reached out to you to say, hey, Let's have that talk about real estate. Because I know your you your team leader, and she's not handing her cards out to everyone. So why you? I like to think there's a lot of crossover between serving in a restaurant and working in real estate. I mean, ultimately it is a sales job but it's commission-based you are earning as much money as the effort you put in and the sky's the limit it's the same with real estate um and flexible hours you you're on your feet for long hours and at weird times it's not a nine to five so i think that it translates easily um and i i learned a lot of skills and being able to manage multiple tables at once like you're able to manage multiple deals and multiple clients at once um so I think it translates very well. And I also think uh, I was an excellent server. <laughs> yeah, very good. And, and, and Haley, like we're just to kind of pr- provide a little foundation to why you're on the call today as well on the podcast is, you know, you're not somebody that just entered into the industry and, and got their license and, and pretended to be a realtor. And I use that term kind of loosely because we see that a lot, right, Stevie? Like you're, you're coaching those, those agents now. You you are you hit the ground running and you're doing transaction after transaction after transaction so kudos to you and i just wanted to make sure that people understood that when you joke that you went from 99 cent chicken wings in a sense to serving 99 cent chicken wings to million dollar properties (laughs) you're not kidding you are not kidding you're 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 helping your clients close on some tremendously huge properties isn't that right I'll tell, I'll tell you this. When I first started at the beginning of this year in real estate, my goal was to transact on 12 properties. I hit that in my first 12 weeks. <laughs> so Ooh, I am there, there at 18 <laughs> properties right now, and I've had, to, I've had to increase my goal. That's amazing. That's so good, Haley. I love it. I, I want you to wow. say that again because because I, I just want that point to land. If you're if you're a new realtor or like I said, been in the business for sixty years, uh, listen to what Haley said. She is getting tremendous results just by the action. So tell us those numbers again, Haley. All right. Um, I just wrote my eighteenth deal. Um, my 
first year long annual goal for 2021 was to close 12 properties. I hit that in my first 12 weeks. Uh, that is amazing. Had to, had to up the goal. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Stevie, your your as as you kind of mentioned here, your backstory is a little bit different than Haley's, and and that, that's what I love about. I think all of our stories, Colin, is they all have a different backstory and we all have a different reason for choosing real estate and everything else. But over the last kind of, what would you say, Stevie, 12 months, the way that you have marketed yourself has not to say change, but you've added an amazing tool to the tool belt. And and I know we'd love to hear a little bit more about that. And um, I'm, I'm sure we can all benefit on what that looks like. So talk to us about, you know, the social media aspect of your business. Yeah. Um, so I have always, I mean, just my age, I'm 26 years old. So I kind of grew up in the generation of social media. Like it's it's always been a thing. I've always used it. Um, however, I never, when I first got into real estate, I never really used it purposefully as I could have. Um, I didn't use it as much for business as I could have. I wasn't really doing it correctly. And uh, so in the last, yeah, like you said, probably about 12 months, I got really purposeful about using social media as a tool for me and like as a form of lead generation. And it took me beyond what I could even, what I even had in mind. I thought I would just use it to get business, which I did and which I, I still do, but it also took me down a completely different avenue. Like I said, I have, um, you know, somewhat of a, a decent following on TikTok, and that's allowed me the opportunity to, um, actually connect with a lot of other realtors all over the world. So I'm doing coaching, you know, with realtors all over the world now. I've I've been able to start my own coaching program because of that. And then I also do coaching for our brokerage now too, which is really, really cool. And uh, having that platform allowed me to realize that I'm actually probably a lot more passionate about the teaching and coaching side of things than I even am about the sales side of things. So um, yeah, it's just opened up a whole new door for me. Wow, that is that is super impressive. What is my biggest takeaway here is like there's no one path to success because here we have two individuals who are crushing it in their own fields, but there are different paths to success that you guys have all taken. And what I love what you said there is when you became purposeful. You became purposeful in social media, and then you started to see that you know it took you into. It opened up so many doors for you. Now you're coaching people across the world. Like, mm-hmm. how is that? Yeah. How is that possible? She's coaching me too. <laughs> that, that is awesome. Yeah, it's crazy. Like I did, for example, I did a coaching call with a, a newer realtor in Indianapolis the other day. And it's just like wild. Like I never, that's not ever what I really envisioned for myself. But now that I'm doing it, I'm like, this is so meant to be for me for sure. So now help us understand, because um, you mentioned, you know, you're on social media for a lot of agents who have been in this business, you know, for so many years or who haven't caught on or just refuse to, you know, jump on that bandwagon of social media. How is someone lead generating through social media? How are you building a business through social media? Yeah. 
Um, so the, so first and foremost, just being obviously active on social media in general, that's the first place to start. And for a lot of people, that's the hardest place is just being active in general, especially for the people that maybe are a little bit older and that's not really their strong suit. Just getting started and getting comfortable can be the hardest part, but it's, it is the most important thing. Um, and then from there, what I actually do as a form of lead gen is I do something that I call virtual door knocking. And that is where I go down either my Facebook, my Instagram, whatever social media platform it is. And I literally go down my friends list and I shoot messages out all day, every day. Um, just saying, you know, just checking in with them and seeing if they have any real estate plans. It's the same idea as if I were actually physically going out and knocking on doors or if I'm picking up the phone and doing cold calling. Same thing. It's a numbers game. You're trying to hit as many people as you can and trying to have as many conversations about real estate as you can. And the beneficial thing about social media is, is that someone can always get back to you when they can get back to you. Whereas with cold calls, you know, people are at work during the day. They can't necessarily pick up their phone. They can't, you know, whatever. And you don't, you don't, you're not leaving a message for a cold call most of the time. Right. So it's like, if you miss them, you miss them. Whereas with social media, they might see that message. They can't answer right away, but they can answer you later when they get home. Or, you know, maybe they don't answer, but a few weeks go by and they're having a conversation with their husband. And then, you know, your message is there. Your contact is always right there, readily available for them. So I just think that's like, it's, it's huge in terms of numbers and kind of getting um, conversations going. That is, I like that, it. That I is like just it. lovely. Because what that tells me, Gear, because here we are in a pandemic, and those who know Stevie knows that before this, she was door knocking. You know, as a team, they were door knock every day. They were diligent about that. Now that is taken away, and she didn't go and cry under her bed and say, "What do I do next?" She pivoted right away, and I almost thought dislike using that word pivot because I think it's overused at this point. But right away, she made that conscious decision to this door is closed for lack for no pun intended, but this door is closed. Now I'm going to start looking at social media and I'm going to start using this as my lead generation platform, which is brilliant. And here we have Haley who started her career in the middle of a pandemic her goal was to sell 12 homes that year. And six months in, she's at 18 and thinking, oh my gosh, I was thinking way too small. You know, I need to double, if not triple that goal. So Haley, uh, I think this question now is for you. Now that you've seen what you can accomplish in six months, how are you looking to ramp this up now to, you know, crush 2021? To keep the momentum going. <laughs> um, I think the best thing for me and what really works for me is having coaches like Stevie uh, who are pushing me every single day to get those numbers and to make those calls. Um, I've adopted Stevie's social media um her, her procedure, her virtual door knocking. I've used the exact scripts that she uses and they work. This is the way to get into people's homes when you cannot otherwise. Okay. You, you mentioned script. There. Yeah. You know what I, I heard, heard there, Colin? Yeah. Is uh, success, <laughs> like we've never heard it before. Success leads clues, leads right? Leads clues. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, so so what is that systems script? Systems are one of those clues. 
what is that script, Stevie, that, you know, that you're virtually door knocking with? Um, so I have a few. I have a few. I like to switch it up um, because generally I will like circle back to the same people. So I try to switch it up a little bit, but it's very, it's very straightforward. Something that I have found um, with any type of script that I'm using for anything short and sweet and to the point is always better. It is always better. It, it's way more effective, um, especially when making that initial contact. So generally what my uh, script is, is I will reach out and I'll say, Hey, so-and-so, Hey, Catherine, uh, how's it going? Like, hope you're keeping well. Um, you know, just, I'm just reaching out and doing some virtual door knocking as I like to call it. Uh, just seeing if any of my Facebook friends have any real estate plans in the near future or for 2021 or whatever. Like it's literally just, Hey, how are you? You got any real estate plans? Pretty much. Like it's, you know, I'm not, I'm not here to waste your time with some long winded speech. Um, you know, like it is what it is. So I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty right to the point and it works. It's great. Okay. Here's what I want to know. And, and Haley, I, I forgive me, but I, I don't know. Do you use TikTok the same way that Stevie does? <laughs> I don't, I don't have a TikTok. I am big on Instagram. Um, and I really like Facebook for the older demographic. Yeah. Um, I live in, let's call it a retirement community and everybody's on Facebook. I'll tell you one really great story, how I connected with a whole bunch of people during the pandemic. Um, we found a lost dog on our street. He had a, a collar on and he was well-groomed. So we knew he belonged to somebody, um, but there wasn't a number or a name on the tag. So I posted it to the Lost and Found Pets group for um, my region in Grey Bruce. And it was shared 700 times, I think, by the end. I Gosh. ended up following up with each one of those people who shared it to let them know the good news that the dog was reunited with their owner through the power of Facebook. And now these people are connecting with me on my real estate posts. And they're all local. So it's... If you see a dog lost in the streets, scoop them up because you can get leaves from it. <laughs> okay, Gary, you need to lose your dog so I can find it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> nice. That you know that went through my mind, right? Okay, how can I lose Casey, and what do I need to yeah, do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is amazing. But the bottom uh, well, line and- is, you're connecting with people. Yeah. So yeah, I you're connecting. The bottom line is you're connecting with people who have your the same interest as you do. You already have a common similarity in being an animal lover. And so they're more apt to work with you in the future when they do have real estate plans. Yeah, absolutely. And and the other thing there too, Haley, is what I'm taking away from that is you're you're meeting people where they are, right? And that you they're on in your mm-hmm. community, they're more on Facebook or they're, you know, and, and that's what we got to do. We can't, I think we get to, you know, we're going to talk to Stevie about her TikTok and her TikTok following, but sometimes we see the success Stevie that you're having. You're like, Oh my gosh, I gotta, I gotta do TikTok now. <laughs> well, if that's not in my wheelhouse, then don't do it. <laughs> right. Yep. Yep. And, and like, the, I think that's the big lesson is to understand, you know, where, where we are, uh, personally where our strengths are. And, and I, I'm not a big TikTok user. Now I have, here's what we have found out Stevie and, and, and Colin can, can attest to this is we'll take a snippet of our podcast and put it on. Yeah. And that gets more traction than some of our 
other rambling ons, if you will, right? But Stevie, I'd love to I'd love to get a little bit more inside of what you're posting on TikTok. And you know, Colin and I know because we watch it every day. Actually, I should preface that. My daughter says to me, Stevie posted another another video again. She's you're always in her feed, but I gotta tell you, and I've said this to you before, uh, Stevie, you are a tremendous role model for for my two uh, young ladies, my two daughters. So thank you for for being who you are, and and uh, I'll just leave it at that. Thank you. Um, Talk to us what you're posting. Like, what what are you sharing on TikTok? Yeah, I can literally cry from you telling me that. That's that's like my favorite thing ever. Um, I'm like actually getting emotional a little bit. Um, I that's like a big deal to me to be like a good role model to someone. So, um, sorry. Wow. Anyway, um, going back to what Haley was saying was understanding before I get into the whole TikTok thing understanding the different platforms of social media is extremely important because it is very, very true. There is different demographics. So for example, Facebook is something that I I generally use to go after listings because um, that's kind of more the demographic. There's usually people on there that has have houses to sell. Instagram tends to cater more towards uh, first time home buyers. You're going to get like a lot of your younger demographic, right? So I kind of cater more towards first time home buyers. Now, TikTok for me, um, I've, I've started actually catering more towards realtors than anything. So it's kind of all different avenues and I use each platform, um, you know, for, for a different thing. So, um, what I post on TikTok. So something I have learned about TikTok, it's really, really crazy. It's really funny. Some, if there's no rhyme or reason, I feel like as to like what does well and what doesn't, sometimes I will put so much effort into a video and it doesn't do well at all. And then a video that I think wouldn't have done that well will blow up and get like million, millions of views. Wait a kind of- second. Your yeah. not well is my viral. So <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> but sorry, continue. continue. Um, but yeah, so it kind of depends. Something that I find is very, very what I do is there there's certain people that I watch on TikTok, whether it's other realtors or just other content creators in general. And I just try to pull inspiration from people that I enjoy watching. So whatever content that like I'm drawn to in uh, the format that they say things or whatever it is, I kind of try to recreate obviously in my own way. Um, but I enjoy watching it. So I figure other others will too. Um, so I post a lot of Um, information for realtors and then information for buyers and sellers. Um, And what I try to do, my main rules are to keep it high energy. I have a lot of videos of me just like talking to the camera and giving information, but I find the videos that I get someone filming me and I'm moving around a lot and I'm talking and stuff like that, they tend to do better because people stay more engaged in high energy videos. So the more you're moving, the more you're changing, the more you're whatever, people tend to watch longer. And watching longer is what you want. Um, so that's always something that I, that I do and they tend to do well. Um, and honestly, anything that can stir up a little bit of controversy, anything that can, uh, that people can be a bit opinionated on those videos blow up because you know that like all the people on the internet are just dying to get in that comment section and comment their opinion. And when you get like those difference of opinions, that's what tends to make a video do really, really well. So I, I actually try to cater towards posting videos that people might get, you know, might stir things up a little bit. And those ones always do well. So 
And it's interesting, right? Because TikTok only allows you a minute or 60 second long videos, right? And and I remember at the beginning of it, you were like, man, like there's, how do you say a lot in a minute? But you figured out how to say a lot. And like, I say that, you know, you provide such tremendous value in a minute. Let me rephrase that, Colin, uh, uh, within that minute. And, and I know you've, you've said to me in the past, like, I can't say everything I want to say within that minute sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that happens. And that's sometimes that's the reason why, um, there even is kind of like, you know, differences of opinions on videos is even because sometimes I say, you know, the basic information about something, but in a minute, I can't dive into every single explanation or scenario or, you know, whatever. And then so people will kind of come at you and be like, well, this is wrong because so and so. And it's like, no, it's just, I can't explain all that in a minute. So, you know, whatever. But TikTok actually did change. They are allowing up to three minutes now for a video. Um, I don't think everybody has that option yet, but some creators can do up to three minutes but the thing is is that shorter videos do better so um i'm gonna still probably try to keep it my videos to around a minute anyway even though you can do three minutes now yeah no so that's now interesting with, with tiktok um because i've seen it where majority of the people they have to be something funny and goofy as a real estate agent if you're not that type if you're not that personality what are you posting yeah. on tiktok I think anything that you can provide value. Um, some people that I follow and that I see, people are just starving for information when it comes to real estate, finances, um, just anything like that, like any type of investing strategy, anything to do with finances, anything that can help you uh, benefit financially, whether it is through real estate, whether it's through, you know, cryptocurrency, whether it's through, um, you know, just having smart investments, like anything like that, people absolutely love any knowledge that they can absorb about that. So you don't have to be super quirky and funny. Obviously that helps people fall in love with personality, but if you can just provide information of value, you will do well on, on any platform, I think. Okay. No, that's That's good advice. And, and Haley, I think you might agree with this too, and I'd love to get your feedback on it. Any, any comment or post or reply to say Stevie's post or even yours, that in itself almost deserves its own new, like that's another idea for a video or, or a post or information, right? Like that to me is, is content, like the audience creating content or ideas for you, right, Haley? Exactly, yeah, you can piggyback right off what somebody comments and that becomes a new subject topic to, to discuss. Um, what I really like about creating shorter content is that, you kind of hide the lead and you can do this on Instagram too. I'll post about a new listing, but leave out the major thing that people want to know. And that's the price so that they have to slide into your DMS and ask you, and then you can start a conversation and say, Oh, what are your real estate goals? What are you looking for? Let me help you out with that. Do you need to sell your home in order to buy this one? Where do you live? It opens up a world of possibilities when you, leave a little bit out and a little bit to the imagination so that people have to come to you to get those answers. Yeah. So now both of you are on different platforms and I don't know if uh, TikTok have, uh, has a live stream, but I know Instagram does. What are the engagements? Do you find better engagement with live 
posts where live feeds versus pre-recorded? Um, TikTok does have a have a live option. It does um, for okay. TikTok. Live is in, is crazy engagement. Like the live is very important to do, and you get a lot of engagement. I've actually never gone live on Instagram, so I can't even speak to like how how good that engagement is because I don't know. But I know on uh, on TikTok, the live engagement is incredible. Okay, Haley. I find a lot of my engagement through my Instagram stories, which are then transferred over to my Facebook stories as well. So as an example, yesterday I did an ask me anything because it drives that engagement and people can ask me silly things um, down to, you know, what's my favorite color to how did I learn to sail? And it gives people the opportunity to learn more about you because let's face it, people do real estate deals with people they know, like, and trust. So if they get to know me and then they like what I have to say, they're going to trust me. Bingo. There you have it. There you have it. We can end it right now. Click. <laughs> that's all you need to know right there in that last, last statement, Haley. Uh, that's a great segue into sailing for 30 seconds just so to, to entertain myself. So how did you get into sailing? <laughs> so um, I didn't grow up sailing like most people. I grew up on the Gulf Coast of Florida as a power boater. And there is a kind of a secret rivalry between power boaters and yes. sailors. Yes. Um, they, uh, knock heads a lot and power boaters have the right of what or so sailors have the right of way right when away. they're under sail, except when a power boater has downriggers and is fishing, then the sailboat has to go around the downriggers. A funny little rivalry. I started sailing in 2016 in the Abaco Island in the Bahamas on a little 28 foot sailboat named Maya. It was my first sailing experience and we sailed from Florida across the Gulf Stream uh, to the Bahamas. Haven't looked back since. Absolutely love sailing. And my husband grew up sailing as well. So uh, when we met, the very first purchase we made was a sailboat. Actually purchased it with a Ziploc bag of 20s from my waitressing tips. (laughs) Oh my God. That's fantastic. Oh my God. Love it. I love it. That is, so that's pretty cool. I, I, as my wife, Michelle and I, you know, we're looking to see what our next big adventure is and we're sailing is right at the top of that list. We, we just love the whole life. We think we love the whole lifestyle around it. Well, I would say go experience it first. Go experience it first, Gary. Yeah. Um, I, I want to say 15 <laughs> years ago, we came, my wife and I, we came very close to buying a sailboat because I sailed a bit in Trinidad. Uh, my dad at that time worked for a yacht company and, you know, we would have a lot of cats and uh, sailed on all of them. And I thought I wanted to do it. It's not cats. Yeah. 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 Yes. Catamarans. Um, Thought I really wanted it. And then I backed out the last minute. I was like, ah, yeah. But uh, it's, it's a different life. It's, and now with, you know, like, like Haley said, it's, it's a cottage on the water. Right. And what is more important, you you can change it. You can change it, but with something like what you're doing, you're connecting now with all the the people who like sailing, and now they connect with you and they they like you now, they trust you, and 
real estate transaction, the they yacht see club? you. That's well, <laughs> say no the more. The yacht club has become my farm area for the summer. I, I am door knocking right down my slip door knocking all the boats in the marina and at the yacht club and it's become my farm area for the summer i get to combine my two interests <laughs> I, that's so, an amazing point sorry colin that's and i think you're no, going go here ahead. too uh we we often see realtors and i'm sure you're starting to see this too cv as you're coaching more and more uh realtors or business owners in a sense afraid to farm and have that you know, their interests cross into their business. But look at Haley, like Haley, Haley smile as she's talking about sailing. Uh, that's where she's going to get a tremendous amount of business and fun creating new business, right? Because she's, she's combining her interests with her business. And I think more people need to do that. Absolutely. I think uh, it's so funny because I always say there's, I mean, obviously there, people can lead generate in many, many ways, but I would say the most classic ways that you know we know about lead gen is cold calling, door knocking, social media, and then just having a strong social game in general. Um, and when I say social game, I mean, if you are on sports teams, maybe you're in a men's hockey league, maybe you play soccer, maybe you are in a poker league, like whatever it is, that's a strong social game. And that is one of the best like introductions into new clients because you are you you share a common interest you're seeing each other all the time you can naturally talk about like real estate without it being like you know a sales friend you guys are just kind of buddies talking shop and it's yeah it's it's one of the best ways to get business i think and unfortunately with with covid i think a lot of people's social game has been affected because of course we're not you know people aren't playing sports right now they aren't doing all that stuff um but i know quite a few realtors that have run a tremendous business just on a strong social game so it, it is it's a, it's a really really good thing to do for sure so now that you've mentioned that is it possible for someone to get into the industry of real estate and build a massive business just on social media alone? I think so. I think 100%. I think it's literally no different than lead genning in any other way that you would build a massive business. As long as you are diligent about it, you have numbers, you track them, you make sure you're having it, you know, the amount of conversations per day, per week that you need to be having. Um, and you're following up the same way you would with any other lead that you get from any other form of lead gen, because obviously we know the follow-up is just as, if not more important than like the lead, it's part one A and part one B. You can't have one without the other. And as long as you do that at a high level, you can absolutely build a huge business off of it. Because the thing is, the thing about social media is on top of the fact that you're going to treat it like anything else, you're going to do the, the lead gen and the follow-up in between all that, they're seeing you post every day. They're seeing your face all the time. So there's so many touches in between as well, in between those phone calls, in between those follow-ups. Um, so they're just seeing your face so much more. And like Haley was saying before, social media, the whole point of it is, is for people to get to know you. And the amazing thing about social media is you end up actually attracting your ideal clients that you would want to work with because they see you, they see an insight into your life and who you are. And then they reach out to you based on that because they want to work with you. So the thing is, is sometimes I find, and I've, I've been through it with door knocking, with cold calling, where you get business from that and you don't really know the person too much. I have had, 
I'm not going to lie, a couple nightmare clients that have really it thrown me for a loop. And uh, I, I can't help but like every single client that I've ever gotten through social media has been like the best transaction ever. So um, I think it's really cool. You can really attract your like ideal client through social media. And I think you can grow a massive business from it. Haley, give us your thoughts on that. Thank you so much, Stevie. That completely resonates with me. And it really comes down to the type of content you post. Post what you like. Post what you would post on your personal page. People want to see your family and they want to see your hobbies. Um, I'll post a picture from a hike with my dog and hashtag the Bruce Trail. And then I get a whole bunch of followers who like hiking on the Bruce Trail as well. If you're engaging with people who have similar interests, it's just going to work itself out. Mm -hmm. So, so let's, let's know talk about authenticity because that is something where when we talk about social media it, it comes in there and all of the gurus including you two are saying be authentic what does that really mean yeah i i think that that's really really important when it comes to social media more than ever now people are so over in any form whether it's you know with um with women on social media um business on social media, like whatever it is, people are so sick of the filters and the fake and the only showing the like good parts of your life and putting on this front for social media. People want real, they want organic, they want raw, they want to see the good, the bad, the ugly. People want to see the behind the scenes of things, not just, you know, the finished product of whatever it is. So I think just being like you, like exactly that posting about yourself, what you like, your family, um, what your what what real estate is really like, like, you know, the behind the scenes, some of the the things that, you know, don't always go your way days when you're feeling defeated, like, you know, that whole, the whole idea of, of a real estate agent, just posting photos of just, they're just sold their cars, their, you know, money suits, this, that, like it's no, it's so much more than that. And that's, that's a front. Cause yeah, that's to see that. So, yeah. Like, you know, you gotta just, you have to be authentic to like what life really is like in real estate or life in general. Haley. Yeah. Here's one for you. I, uh, one of my stories that got lots of traction and I was hesitant to post it at first. Um, I had a dentist appointment and it was the first time I had put in my Invisalign. And if you've ever worn Invisalign, you know that it causes you to speak with a lisp um, because you have this foreign object in your mouth that you're not quite used to speaking with yet. So I posted a video wearing my Invisalign lisping all over the place. Um, and people loved it. Everybody commented and was like, oh, you'll get used to it. I've worn mine for a year now. And so I was able to further engage with those people because I was being my authentic, genuine self with a lisp. <laughs> people like seeing your flaws. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, they, they do. And, and as, as Stevie and both of you have, have said, Haley, it's, 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 it's our every day. Like everyone goes through this type of stuff. Right. And, and to your point, Stevie, yeah, there, there is the, um, the perception out there that everyone has a social media, perfect life. And even though it's being posted, we all know that's not true. Not true. <laughs> right. No. Yeah. And, and, and the person and, and kudos to both of you for being vulnerable in a sense to, to post that other, all the other stuff, meaning really what call it 90% of our lives, right? Yes, or more. Yes. Uh, that's the part that people are going to connect to for sure. 
right? And to be fair, if you put it on the stories, it does disappear in 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you can attach it or you don't. I like, that's good advice, Haley. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. But so, listening to all of this gear, this is what I, I've gotten because in traditional real estate, you know, at MREA, you know, 33 touches, 36 touches. Some people are going up to, you know, you know 42 touches. With social media, you can have 365 touches and you're not, it's rare that somebody will block you for that yeah. or unsubscribe from you, right? If the content is great, you're being real, you're being authentic, you're showing them, this is what my life is like. This is real estate, the highs, the lows, and everything in between. So now they're looking forward to that. What is Stevie, what is Haley going to post today versus, you know, Oh, well, let me send out an email. Nobody's reading emails anymore, right? So how are you now building followers? Because that can be another struggle in part of building a business through social media. How do I gain followers? I've had a thousand followers for two years now. These people, they wouldn't grow with me. So how do I do that, right? So. Yeah, um, a couple different ways, I think. You, if you if you are active um, and again purposeful and you are consistent, consistency is a huge thing. Um, and and you know kind of take advantage of what social media has to, in terms of like using the hashtags and doing that kind of stuff. Organically and naturally, you will grow. Um, maybe at a slower rate and not crazy, but you will. A couple of things that I like to do to gain like followers, um, giveaways are a fantastic one. Giveaways are probably my biggest strategy to really, really grow. And it's, it's such a great one too, because if you do a giveaway and I'm not, I mean, you can do whatever, anything works, but if you do a giveaway that is really like something cool, like something that's really worth it, that people are excited about, you will grow like crazy. And the good thing about it is, is you grow with local people because it's the people that are already following you and your friends and family and stuff. And the way a giveaway is naturally usually structured is you got to like follow and like tag a friend. Right. So, um, you know what now people are on there tagging a bunch of people, bringing attraction to that post. You're gaining a, a bunch of new followers. Granted, it is for that giveaway, but I like majority of those people will not unfollow you after that giveaway. They will stick around and now they get to see your, especially if you're providing good content. So now you've grown your following like crazy. They stick around and, um, yeah, it's really good. And the other great thing about it is, is that if you do a good giveaway, like something, like I said, that's really worth it. Our team, when we are making follow-up calls, we'll use that giveaway as like, a point of conversation. Like if we check in with them to say, like to see if they have real estate plans and nothing's really changed or whatever, then we'll kind of say, oh, hey, by the way, um, you know, our team's doing this really awesome giveaway. We're doing like a, uh, you know, a Yeti cooler, the total giveaway is worth about like $700. Just head over to our Facebook page and add us and you can find the details on there. And, you know, so then it's, it's also not with your, with your maybe not so tech savvy, you know, database that you don't have already on social media. It's a good way to even talk on those follow-up calls. And it's a less like kind of pushy thing of just always calling to check in about real estate. It's kind of like, Hey, we're doing this giveaway. Like go check us out on Facebook. And then you might actually get them as a follower and then there you go. And then they're going to see more of you. So, um, yeah, it's pretty cool when you do it, when you do a giveaway, that's actually worth mentioning it. You can talk to your database about it as well. So it's, uh, it kind of kills two birds with one stone. I, I oh, like that. She, um, idea. 
Yeah, I like that she referenced, I think she was referencing us calling, go to your database, right? <laughs> the, the not so tech savvy. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Haley, yeah. what is it you're doing? Actually, I want to ask my productivity coach, Stevie, what do you think about a sunset sale giveaway? I would love to jumpstart my following. Yeah, what do I do? Where do I sign up? Tell me how to like you and (laughs) share and follow. I'm on. Yeah, 100%. I would totally do that. That's good. Just make you just got to vet whoever you would end up bringing out. You got to make sure, yes. you know, you're good. But other than that, I think that that they would, can swim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they're not going to, you know, be a creeper. Or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a unique value proposition too, Haley, because and, and what Stevie mentioned too, with like that Yeti get a giveaway and things like that. I think I think what people really resonate with is things that are a little bit different or maybe better said, uh, unique. Yeah. Right. And, and that's what people really resonate with. Like, yeah, I could, I, I do want to try sailing. I've never done it before. Or I love, you know, that's the Yeti cooler. I've always wanted it. I've never pulled the trigger on it because it's so expensive. And all of a sudden I have an opportunity to win it in a sense. Right. Yeah. I, I think that's that, that uniqueness of whatever that value is, is going to drive people for sure. For sure. Okay. We've got about 10 minutes to go and I'd love to hear, you know, what, what you have plans and and what you want to do for the rest of the year. We're entering into the summer months and there's a lot of, you know, different ways to attract clients and work with clients. So what do we have planned for the summer, Haley? I know you, you mentioned sailing and working down at the yacht club or, or being around that environment. What does that look like for you? That is such a good question um, because I am in my first six months still. I don't know what the next six months are going to look like. I know, typically in the later summer and fall months is when the real estate market does slow down in a normal year. Um, I don't want that to happen. I want to keep up this momentum. I am excited to start door knocking uh, once we're able to again and get that really resonates with me getting in front of people instead of talking on the phone. Um, I would love to be able to do that. My focus is to uh, make it to 25 deals this year. And awesome. and Haley, you you transact in an area that's kind of you know typically we w- we would think of it down in the city we would think of it as maybe a vacation you know or a resort or a destination. Are you still seeing that in sure, that yeah. area? Certainly, yeah. We are cottage country up here in Gray and Bruce counties. I mean, we're on Georgia Bay, and a lot of people have their secondary homes here. So I. Um, and that does slow down in the fall because everybody just wants it for the summer, right? Even though we are a four seasons tourist destination, we have fantastic downhill skiing and cross country skiing, snowmobile trails up and down the peninsula. You can go dog sledding, you can go snowshoeing. Um, so yeah, I want to keep up that momentum and maybe target my focus from my summer hobbies to my winter hobbies. Great. I like it. Stevie. What's, what's the next number of months look like for you? Um, that's a good question. First of all, Haley, 
that's very smart. And sky is absolutely the limit for you. Like you, something I, I want, sorry, just not to get off topic here, but I wanted to say this earlier and I forgot. Um, I think it, it's so funny because we, when we think about that first year in real estate, we're usually always taught that like the first year is going to be a struggle. And it generally is like, I would say that's more the norm. I know Haley, you're doing way better than me than I did my first year. That's for darn sure. Um, but like, I think people almost get it so in their head that the first year is just going to be a struggle that they almost like psych themselves out and almost kind of limit themselves. Like they, they put this limiting belief out there. And I think like Haley's a great example of like, that's not true. Like you can always be the exception to the rule. You can always be that person that gets rookie of the year that can have a killer first year. So just like aim to be that person and you will be that person. And uh, yeah. So anyway, I think Haley, I think sky's the limit for you for sure. Well said. Uh, Stevie, well said. <laughs> but anyway, the, for myself, um, I don't know. There's so much going on. I'm uh, there's quite a few things that I'm working on behind the scenes with uh, with coaching and with my TikTok and all that. So um, I don't really know what to say on that. I would just say exciting things to come for sure. And I want to really do something big with with what I've been given so far. Um, and big goals for my team. I, I'm really, really invested in like my team doing well. And um, I'm happy to say I was saying this earlier today to to, um, to Lori, but we we've had a goal for like the last four years to hit double platinum. We have consistently hit platinum every single year and we officially have hit double platinum this year already. So yes so now we are now we've up our goals well and we're going for triple platinum so that's i would say my my focus and energy is going into helping my team achieve that goal wow that's impressive <laughs> that is impressive right there now we're coming down i think we got a couple more minutes um agents looking to get into the business young agents looking at getting into the business of real estate you guys are killing it in social media what advice would you give them or what takeaways we can wrap this all up with um i would say something that i'm hearing a lot is people fearful of just like not doing well in general i would say there is more than enough business to go around People tend to think that uh, the real estate market, like with realtors, is very oversaturated. It's not. There's more than enough business to go around because there's only few realtors that are actually the ones that are doing all the business. And you can be one of them. Just head down, do what you need to do, join a good brokerage that's going to give you the guidance, join coaching, get a mentor. Um, mindset is everything in the beginning. So, um, yeah, but I would say just do it, dive in, and yeah, sky's the limit. Wow. You know what? Sorry, uh, I'm gonna jump in here. We often talk about, and there's, there's, especially in Ontario. If you're listening or watching in Ontario, there's so many realtors in uh, that are registered in Ontario, and compared to the number of homes that sell every year. But you nailed it, Stevie. Um, the 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 opportunity that is in front of us to be amazing service providers and relationship builders. It's right there for the taking, right? Because yeah. this industry, wouldn't you agree, Colin, over the last number of years has really shifted from, I've had the same realtor for 30 some odd years, I'm always gonna use them, to you know, uh, young ladies like you that are entering into the business and just, people aren't know they don't know what to do because you've just come on so strong and so powerful meaning you know how to communicate and and that's the message is is making sure that you continue to communicate 
and deliver on some amazing things that you can do, which, which a lot of, a lot of, we'll call them old timers in a sense, they, they just can't move fast enough to, to today's yep. market. Right, Colin, yep. would you agree with that statement? Absolutely. And I find I still call it tickety talk. And I found out <laughs> today it's tick talk, right? So, 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 so I'm learning to keep up with this thing now. Like it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, just to add on to that, sorry, really quick, because that, that's a really good point, too, Gary. It is true. Like there is something to be said about. Um, just again, that old school mentality, because even when it comes to social media, I know even even some of the old timers that are on social media, there's a I've noticed that one big thing that is a huge disservice in this current market is that there are so many older realtors that hate having like other realtors on social media. They do not see the point in like interacting with other realtors on social media. They don't add them. They won't accept them. They want nothing to do with it. And that is such a disservice to your clients because in this market, the amount of coming soons that get posted via social media that I have like gotten my first time home buyers into early because I saw it on social media first, reached out, got them in the door before anyone else could like, you're doing your clients a disservice if you are not on social media, not seeing the coming soons and not connecting with other realtors and markets like these show it more than ever because everything is so fast moving. Well said, well yeah. said. Um, wow. Beautiful. Haley, what advice are you giving to someone new looking to get into the business in real estate and how they can you know, propel their business via social media? I'm still asking that same question myself. I'm the one looking for the advice. But I think at this point, the only advice I can give is that it's there for the taking. Go out and get it. Yeah. 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 You're living proof of that. Uh, well, yeah. both of yeah. you are uh, living proof of that. Now, that's that's fantastic. And, and you know, to, to, I think that, you know, the, the, the theme around all this is just putting yourself out there uh, in, in areas that you already enjoy, right? Mm -hmm. And and connecting with people in those circles. Uh, why, you know, sometimes we try and put that round peg into the square hole or vice versa and it doesn't work. And, and that the most important piece is surrounding yourself with like-minded people. And like you said earlier, Stevie, you know, the people that like your posts are gonna be attracted to you and you're kind of training of you're 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 training how people are going to interact with you. You're you're generating leads on people you want to work with, the same people yeah. like you, right? And and yes. that gets overlooked so so far. And the the other thing, if I the other takeaway, and we Colin and I say this all over and over and over again, and you said it so great, Stevie, is also. We, we always, I feel, undervalue the relationship building with other realtors. And, yeah. and, and Colin, I'll tell you, like my business and, and even his business to an extent has been built on relationships with other realtors, right? Wow. And, and that, that's the, mm -hmm. such an important piece, incredibly important. So, okay, we're wrapping up. Haley. How do people get in contact with you? Give us your social media tag, whichever one you prefer, <laughs> so that so you can gain more followers. On Instagram, on Instagram, I am Holmes with Haley, Holmes.with.haley. And there's my name spelled correctly right there. <laughs> Holmes.with.haley. Okay. Holmes with Haley. Uh, 
It's Homes with Haley. <laughs> um, Instagram, I am Stevie underscore Volpe Alcorn. Volpe Alcorn is my real estate team. So that's why that's my uh, real estate page. And then TikTok, I'm just Stevie Susie, no space. And there's my name spelled correctly. It does have two E's. <laughs> Stevie Susie on Tickety Talk. Yes, that's it. <laughs> so Colin, I'm taking this as a win because I had to spell these names. So I got that right. And everyone knows my spelling is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Very good. Well, a uh, big shout out to both of you ladies uh, for coming on and thank you. We know it was, it was short notice, but I got to tell you, this has been one of my favorite, favorite podcasts because we're seeing things through the eyes of, you know, uh, different perspective and Colin and I appreciate that. And, and I know our, so will our listeners and viewers. Um, reach out to these fine young ladies and, and, uh, you know, help, let them help you and vice versa, because, uh, we do Colin and I definitely have been, and we've been, we've definitely have learned a lot today. Uh, this has been a fantastic hour. So thank you for, for being with us. Uh, so for Haley MacArthur and Stevie Susie, that's Colin Campbell. I'm Gary McGowan. Thank you again for listening to the not so black white real estate podcast. You can find us on all of your favorite, favorite podcast player. And thank you ladies. We'll see everybody real soon. Thanks guys. Bye now. Thanks so much for having us on. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to click the subscribe button so new episodes will automatically be downloaded to your device. Please help us reach more people by leaving a rating and a review on your podcast player of choice. Now go make it an amazing day for somebody.